Hello, my name is Kason, also known as my gamer tag, Kazone. Welcome to the Shameless Ripoff Podcast. Oh, excuse me, I got my notes mixed up. The Critical Fail Podcast. We'll be playing Dungeons and Dragons for this podcast because in order for us to be cool and interesting, we have to pretend. For you, the campaign will begin at the fifth session. This is because we're new to this game and to podcasting, which caused episodes one through four to be exceedingly slow and riddled with various technical issues. Episode five is the point at which the story, the action, and the quality have started to become palatable for listening. The purpose of this monologue is to provide context for the following events by filling you in on a few key details from the first four sessions. The campaign began in the harsh northwest region of Akirma with Ulfric the Barbarian who, after getting a job hunting giant seals for their blubber, undertook a dangerous adventure into the immense black woods to find an old hermit named Larson who was the only person able to heal a critically ill young boy from the sealing village of Maclot. Sealing being the industry of killing these animals. They successfully saved the boy by feeding him the heart of a slain bear folk which is a sentient race of enormous bear-like creatures with elongated limbs and shaggy purple fur who communicate with telepathic images. Ulfric then gets lost in the black woods where a talking green fey fox, which only appears to lost travelers, led him to a hidden community of druids deep in the towering trees. Ulfric asked them if he could stay and learn their ways, but due to their highly secretive nature, they were reluctant. Alara, a druid who sometimes took the form of a giant white owl, spoke on his behalf, but others were not so keen to have him stay. Another primary character, Lezarin, came on scene in session four. Lezarin is a ranger who was born and raised in the mountains far to the west of Maclot and far to the north of the rest of civilization. His community subsisted by hunting the mountain sheep at great distances, causing them all to become very skilled archers. On returning from a hunt, Lezarin found his entire village, including his father, gone missing without a trace of where they might have gone and showing no signs of them having taken anything with them. And so, Lezarin found his father's bow, which only his father and he knew how to string. And he journeyed eastward into the black woods to try and find them. That's where he ran into Ulfric as they were investigating some strange occurrences in the black woods. They had an encounter with a group of undead. And upon winning the battle, they found that one of them was indeed Lezarin's father. They parted ways with the druids. Alara gave Ulfric a book containing information about the druidic ways, and they went to Maclot 
to form a plan of action and to regroup. And it's at this point where your session, session five, top of the world begins. This is session five of the Ice World campaign. This is session five. Already. Session five. Wow, that is a uh, pretty cool. So I'm K Zone, J Town, and that's Dane. What's up? Session five. Describe your characters real fast. <clears throat> I'm Ulfric, the human barbarian. Uh. Good I enough. Carry big ol' axe. About you, Dane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lezarin, and uh, I'm a human ranger. Human ranger. Human barbarian. From the mountains. From the high mountains. Big longbow guy. All right. So, where you left off last time was you were making your way through the woods and you were looking for an NPC's house. His name is Larson. You know that he is a magic user and you know that his magic tends to be something to do with moving, you know, it seems to be really in tune with Earth. You know, the Terra around him. Do you have your folder, Kazan? On top of the Harry Potter books up there. So you were you were running through the woods and you were looking for his house. Um, so we're gonna start uh, just just far enough away from his house that you can't see it. Okay. And uh, you know where it is. You know which way to go. You come up. You come through the woods. You pass a bunch of the giant trees and you turn around one. And what you see startles you because, because it's not there. His house isn't? His house is not there. Oh, dang. Instead, you find a smoldering wasteland of disturbed earth. Pretty much a hole where his house was because you know his house was like a beaver hut with a network of tunnels under it that he probably made himself. (laughs) But now all that has been turned up. It looks like looks like it looks like the dirt boiled and the home is gone. You see a lot of the trees around it are infected with the purple sap, glowy purple cracks all the way up the trunks and uh, 
you see that the trees, which are usually stock straight hundreds of feet up uh, in one direction, are like bent to the side as if something has passed through there. And the, the, there's almost a, you know, a path looking thing that way. The, there are pieces of his house. There are pieces of his like pots and pans laying around in the dirt. Some of it's smoking. Some of it has uh, it's it's just his stuff. It's it's a bomb. It looks like a bomb went off. <clears throat> what do y'all do? I want to investigate. Um, Roll that beautiful bean footage. All right. Well, what I'm gonna look for is uh, footprints. Any uh, claw marks? Any anything that might indicate what was here? Okay. Um, cool. The direction of the footprints, where they traveled away from. Um, is there any valuable items laying around? Roll. That can I aid him? Footage. You can make a roll of your own. Okay. Seventeen and add your intelligence, or if you're proficient in investigation, add that. I have a fifteen. Well, I'm not proficient in investigation, but I rolled a 17. Then it's just plus your intelligence modifier. So, I I got a 20 then. Okay. Hold on, let me look. Yeah. All right. Um, here's what you find, bro. He had a potion rack mm-hmm. somewhere in his house, and you find a couple of his vials dispersed through the, through the dirt, half buried. I want to put them in uh, my pack. Them. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 Ulfric, you also find... What'd you roll? 15. Okay. You point that microphone a little bit down. Yeah. Yeah, I um, got a 15. You also find a little bit of brass uh, gleaming in the dirt, and you pick it up, and you see uh, a dial... It's a circle, and there's a there's a pointy arrow-looking thing, and it is spinning constantly, like that. It's a compass, and you do not recognize. Your, okay, your but character I don't. Yeah, okay. Doesn't, but that's that's what it is, and uh, it's pretty obvious. How many vials were there? Three. Um, Are they full of liquid? Yeah, they're healing potions. Oh, uh, so just have that information. Cool. And you also find, you find a bag. It's a, it's a satchel like Indiana Jones would carry. You find a, uh, when you're looking around, you find a quiver. Cool. And when you put all your arrows in it, they all fit. They fit real good. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> you have infinite arrows. <laughs> and I have a bag of infinite space. <laughs> well, not infinite. Well, yeah, yeah, I Nearly. mean, pretty much more arrows than you'll ever be able to shoot, but and more stuff than you're ever going to yeah. That's nice. That's real nice. Sweetness. Um, so, yeah, that's what you find. 
And, and the what do you do now? The dial is just spinning all over it's the place. It's spinning very slowly, like a like a <clears throat> slower than a second hand, but faster than a minute hand. So as far as like, the, did we see any footprints <clears throat> or anything like that? Uh, you see disturbed earth and snow headed off where those trees, like in that one direction, uh, there are more of the diseased <clears throat> trees than in every other direction. And the earth is disturbed in that direction. But you don't see prints. You just see that. Okay. Um, compared to the direction that we came from, where direction is the uh, disturbed right, so earth pointing in? Do y'all have the picture that I sent y'all of the map? Yes, I can pull it up anyway. Okay. Well, you came from the coast. Oh, yeah. Which is, you know, to the east, to the west. And this is sort of leftish. If you face back to <clears throat> where you came, this is kind of to the left. So you know that's north, pretty much. You know that's to the north. Okay. Well, I the, say, what is the top part of that say? Is that saying turn back? No, it says uh, it's tundra. A, tundra. Tundra. Okay. Wolfric, <clears throat> I think uh, I think we should uh, go and see where. Uh, this, Either this leads you're us. welcome to use this if you want. I, uh... I'll follow you. Alright, let's go. Good ranger. Alright. So, uh, you got you got a walk in front of you. Mm-hmm. You go quite a ways. You're going to go long enough that you're going to feel... You're going to end up getting pretty tired. It's going to get dark. <coughs> you don't know how far you're going to have to go. You're going to follow <coughs> this weird parting of the trees and stuff. And, uh, you know, it's 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 going to get dark on you. You notice it's starting to get dark. And mm, I'll give you an opportunity to make camp. Because, I mean... There could be. There, it'll it'll be pitch black in the, in the you know, when it, when it gets dark in the woods. There's no moon. The cloud covers is <clears> thick. Would you like to stop and make rest, Ranger? Uh, I believe that would be a wise decision. <clears throat> okay, so y'all can describe how you want to make camp and what you know. There's enormous trees all the way all all around you, but there's not a lot of brush. To worry about, so y'all can kind of figure out how how you want to set up your camp. So, uh, I hey, have a uh, Austin. Can I see your uh, handbook? And whatever you decide that you have, if it's a reasonable thing, what do you have? We don't have to worry. Can I see this? What do you have? The dungeoneer pack. I just want to look at something. So. It would make sense for you to have a tent and some rope. <laughs> we tent both have stakes. bed rolls, at very least. Um, bed rolls. It would make sense for y'all to have tents. Uh, do we Set, have okay. any... Uh, Set up the tent. Are there any threats in the woods that we should there be... There are threats in the woods. You know If for you fact, ask me, I'm going to go ahead and tell yeah, you, There's. I have fought a bear folk, a giant bear that is not to be trifled with at this point. Um, and there are enormous horse-sized wolves that could destroy us. 
I know what page it is if you need me to turn to it. Uh, yeah, Dungeoneer Pack. Right there. That's what I thought. <laughs> so, uh, not to mention the fact that any animals and the humans alike uh, could be infected <coughs> uh, and try to fight us. Okay, so in the Dungeoneer's Pack, I'm carrying a hammer and ten pittance. All right, while you're setting up your deal, you can set it up however you want. Go ahead and describe. I'm not. Well, you I'll, don't have to be accountable for that little kind of crap like that. If you say, okay, "Well, I'm going to use out a them. Coleman four-person canopy," well, <laughs> I'll be like, "No." Tippins, <laughs> tippins, aren't those like spikes? Pittens, I mean. Tent stakes, yeah. bro. Tent stakes. Okay. Well, I'm going to we use those to drive them into a tree with my hammer. To, like you're climbing up into a deer stand. You know, screw those handles into the tree. The tree says, "Ow." It, it says something? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I was like, Dadgummit, Dane, you disturbed a uh, treant. <laughs> well, I'm going to find a tree. Which one? Not the tallest. I want to find one that has some limbs low enough mm-hmm. where I'm not super high in the ground, but a, high enough where... Make a wisdom check. Oh, Okay. Nineteen plus four. So, (laughs) actually plus. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, uh, use my hammer and uh, pittance to drive these things as handles and steps. Make kind of a roof with a tarp or something kind of like. Well, I'm gonna go up into get a nice limb high enough off the ground where I don't have to worry about any. Bear folk or wolves. Oh, you're gonna climb, climb up into the tree. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, these trees are gonna be. They're like 200 feet tall. Remember, yeah. they're like skyscraper tall. There aren't low limbs in these trees. There's, there's, there's a, a trunk and a canopy. It, no it'd be low. pretty. Okay. It'd be pretty tough to climb one. <coughs> that is the way he's been describing it. For yeah, the most part. that's unless you had a bunch of stakes. And you could keep hammering them to use for footholds. That's and what then I was you talking went about. 160 feet in the air. Okay, I don't have that many you know? stakes. So. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I think we can just set up camp and then uh, each keep watch every two hours. Okay. Sleep for 10 hours straight. That'll right. work. And while you're setting up <laughs> your tent, you don't see this. You see a squirrel. Which is unusual, because pretty much the only wildlife you've seen so far has been either hostile or actually a person that mm-hmm. is in animal form. You see a little low. It's a normal looking. It's normal. It's not a white one. It's pretty white, but it's gray. It's got a little flecks of gray in it, and it doesn't look intelligent. It looks, you know, like a regular squirrel, like, like a collecting squirrel. nuts or something. You know, and he comes up to you. And he gets pretty close to you. And he stands up on his hind legs. And, uh... <laughs> and he squeaks at you a little bit. And I want you to make an animal handling check. Okay. This is going to be plus four. No, crap. Yes. What was it? Uh, 23. Okay. He squeaks at you, and then he scampers off like six feet or ten feet. And then he turns, and he squeaks at you a little more, 
and he's moving his head like. And, I'm following the sucker. Okay, and uh, <laughs> he he runs off a little way, not that far, <laughs> but uh, he climbs about uh, you know, eight feet up into a tree into a little hole. Uh, no, how tall are you? It's eye level for you. It's okay. six six and a half, whatever. <laughs> into a, a knot hole, and he goes in, and you, you, what do you do? You're a little bit, you know. I want to look into the hole. Okay, you look into the hole, and you see his nuts. Got <laughs> 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 him. got this squirrel has a lot of nuts in this hole, and he gets behind him, and he looks at you, and he looks at the nuts. And he picks one up and he offers it to you. I take the nut and I want to crush it and, and open it. It's a, it's like a walnut. Oh. Looking thing. So yeah. I'm, so <laughs> There's several. There's walnuts. When I open it, it's just a regular nut? Yeah. What the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. This is what Animal, I call this this what animal Handling 23 I want to yell over at him. Lezarin, come check this out. Okay, I'm gonna walk over and there. And I want to tell you exactly what happened. Okay, there's a, there's a, Lezarin, there's a white squirrel, and he's offering me nuts. He's in this hole. What do I do? Help me. Which nuts? You mean these nuts right here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look in I the hole. The squirrel now starts. <clears throat> grabbing I want to reach nuts into my bag of holding. And take out my compass or my, or this this weird thing. He's doing the same thing. Okay, put it right back. There. The squirrel's throwing the nuts at you, and uh, not at Lezarin. He's ignoring Lezarin, and uh, he's just trying to give you his nuts. And Ulfric, uh, I feel like the squirrel's trying to communicate with you, tell you something. He's 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 at this point he's thrown all of them out. There are no more. And he climbs out of the tree and he climbs down and he climbs he, he gets close to your foot and he wants to get onto your foot. I stick my foot out like he can do it. He climbs up on your shoulder and curls up on your shoulder and makes himself comfortable. And tries to me. like go to sleep. <laughs> I guess he's just your buddy. I guess so. I want to look at all of these nuts and a, I, can I make an investigation check on these nuts? <laughs> <clears throat> Did you set this I don't up know, for bro, this kind of a thing to happen? <laughs> <laughs> you can investigate these nuts all day. No, they're nuts, dude. You don't need okay. to roll. They're clearly. I mean, you can crack every one of them and eat them. There's actually a lot of food here. Is I want to look inside the hole now that it's empty. Yeah. And see if I see anything. No, it's uh, some shells. How big of a hole is it? About the size of, uh, you know. Uh, not very big? Not very big. Okay. Like I'm gonna go, smaller than a shoebox. I'm going to say, all right, bro, I'm going to go finish pitching my tent. And I'm going to go pitch my yeah, tent. Yeah, you, you go ahead and do that. I'm going to load up the nuts into my bag. My new, my new little bag. Cool. And uh, walk with my new fella yeah. up here and go finish setting up my tent. Cool. 
All right, so um, it's up to y'all if you got anything else you want to do. Uh, like I said, one of us is going to keep watch. Okay. Uh, do we want to? Is there fire? any fallen limbs on the on the the forest ground? They're covered in snow, but probably if there was no snow, you would see probably that there's tons. Okay, of them. I'm going to walk around try to pick up some some firewood. Are you trying to build a fire? Yes. Yeah. You. That, I want to build a fire. Doable. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk around, um, pick up some firewood, you know, make a pile, lizarin. and uh, build build a campfire. I have a tinder box. I I don't necessarily think it's a bad idea to make a fire, but I don't know that it's a good idea either. I'm not trying to say it's a bad idea. I'm just trying to say you're. Stupid. I just we need, think we need to think about it for just a second. If there's a fire, it's going to be the only thing that's lighting up anything in the area, and wolves and bear folk might be attracted to it. Well, typically, that would they'd be more afraid of fire. Like it might catch their attention, but other than the fact that they know that they could probably beat us, bear folk perhaps, but a wild wolf. No, a wolf pack. I was attacked by a wolf pack in a cavern in a in a gorge and if it hadn't been for Larson I would have died very well if you think that's I don't what's best. I'm not saying that it's a bad idea to make a fire I'm just You're saying I don't know that it's a good it. idea either I want a fire but only if we need it. If you think that a fire is a good idea, then we'll do it. Okay. I I, uh, I'd like to use my natural explorer to... It says I'm alert to danger. So You're I alert should... Alert to danger when you are in my doing sp- tasks. Can you be more specific? So you could be like cooking? You're alert to danger when I decide that you're alert to danger. <laughs> when that's, you, you, that's like when you're cooking, means. you're just as alert as if you were keeping watch. Here's how that thing's going to play out. I'm going to say you're being attacked and you're going to say, hey, I'm alert to danger. And I'm going to be like, you're right. You have initiative <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you get a plus. That's how that's going to work. <clears throat> okay. Well... Mm. Either way, how about you get some sleep? I'll I'll sit here and, and uh, be alert to danger. Okay, well, <laughs> you know, let me sleep for a little while, and then I'll wake up and, and just sit here, and then, you know, we'll keep doing that until we get the benefits All of right. a long rest and stuff. Ulfric goes <laughs> to sleep. The squirrel sleeps. In my in, in your, yeah, on your shirt or whatever. Lezarin, you're keeping watch. You're <coughs> super on high alert because some weird stuff's been going on. And you hear a twig break over by behind Ulfric's tent. What do you do? Where am I sitting in relation to his tent? You're sitting like by the fire. Sound like a tiny twig. Okay. 
Um, I'm going to peek over there. You see his new squirrel taking a poop. <laughs> I'm not going to think anything. You're oh. alert to danger. <laughs> right, well. You're really on top of things. Here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I'm, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm letting him do his business. I'm not going to stare him down. You know, might make him uncomfortable. <clears throat> All right, so the sun comes up. Maybe you switch off, maybe whatever. The sun will come up tomorrow. Y'all switch off. You both get plenty of rest. Uh, and when the sun comes up, y'all want to keep going? Yes. Uh, yeah, let's... Hey, uh, let's... Uh, throw snow on the fire and... Let's get out of here. Get these tents keep and... Keep following the trail. Only you can prevent enchanted forest fires. Yep. Yeah. Um, hey, I, would, I think uh, this forest is enchanted. It, it definitely is enchanted. Um, does my squirrel just come with me, sit on my shoulder as, I, as we keep walking? Yeah, he just he doesn't get too far away from. Sometimes he jumps off your shoulder and climbs a tree, and you think, well, I guess he's gone. He but got you. He always uh, <laughs> he always shows back up and tries to scamper up your leg onto your shoulder again. Sweet. Sometimes he chitters at you and stuff, and it's clear that he wants a nut. You know, pull out a nut. Yeah. And All right. Well, let's uh. He's just chilling. Go. Cold chilling. We got. We, we might have a long way to go. Go forward for a long time. You know, but most of the day, and then you hear some sounds. You hear snarls, howls. Uh, it sounds like a something between a a cougar screaming and a, a roar of like a lion. <coughs> And and howls and barks and stuff like that, and you you never can see very far because these trees are so freaking <clears throat> big that they end up blocking any any line of sight before too long. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't sound like it's that far away, and it sounds like it's due north of you. Exactly where you've been going. What do y'all want to do? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and pull my short bow out and have an arrow uh, notched up, ready to go. My axe is at the ready. <laughs> and uh, going to proceed with extreme caution. Hey, man, or hey, Ulfric, uh, we need to be on high alert. We could uh, be in some trouble here pretty quick. Do you recognize any of these sounds? Do I recognize the sounds as the sounds of I mean, you fought a bear it's folk. a howl. I don't necessarily recognize them as the sounds of of a uh, bear folk. It's about to fall necessarily. off here. Right. If you stick it in this hole, it'll be better. That's what she said. There you go. <laughs> um, I don't necessarily recognize them as the sounds of a bear folk. They're pretty intelligent. I don't think that it they make that sounds pretty sound. similar to what you've heard, Samson. Oh, but sounds not, like Samson. not quite the same. It sounds pretty. Sounds similar, similar to a, to the bear folk I fought. It could be a bear folk. It could be the wolves. Okay, let's proceed. Right, hey, wait. Yep. I want to. I want to say. Hey, Ulfric, do you think it would be wise to divert our direction of travel and try to go around and avoid these sounds? If we can look at it and see that it's a bear folk, here's what I'm saying: we might be. We able could to proceed in the direction we're going towards the sounds, and kind of move tactfully and try to stay behind trees and peak corners. 
Agreed. Or we can go around and try to avoid it entirely. I don't think we should just go around unless we look at it and it looks bigger than the Samson. Okay. Let's try to get the jump on it and just move tactfully, peek around trees, and advance forward in the direction we're continuing to go. That's what we're going to do. Cool. So y'all move forward a little bit, and uh, eventually you peek around a tree and you see what's going on. It is indeed one of the bear folk. That uh, is one of the bear folk, Lizard. Not quite as big as Samson, uh, but It's but smaller than the one I fought. And uh, she is being swarmed with <laughs> with wolves that are enormous. Not oh, yeah. as big as she is. She's fighting many of them <clears throat> off. And if it was just a few, she would, without question, uh, be fine. But, I mean, it, whatever. Have we been... Uh, have they been alerted of our presence? No, they do not know you're there. They're busy fighting. They're making tons. How of many noise. of these wolves do we see? Yes, you see, they're all moving. The motion is, you know, they're always moving around, running around, and stuff. But it looks like there's ten something in there. And make perception rolls, both of you. That is going to be a fifteen for me, and that is going to be, oh. Efficient six, 19 for me. Lezarin, you see around the barefoot, she, it's got really shaggy, purple, long fur. But you're looking at its long, elongated neck, longer than a bear would be. And you see, uh, it looks like a belt. It looks kind of like a, a, I guess it's leather. It looks leather. <laughs> Um, around its neck and it kind of goes down and some kind of harness collar type deal it's, gonna, it's something that a wild animal would not have I'm going to tell Ufrit while we're since we haven't been seen uh, and another thing let me go ahead and tell you this okay. is vital information these wolves are strange they're not like the ones you've seen these wolves their hair is falling out mangy looking they're horribly mangy, and the skin that you see where the, the very little hair left is dark, dark purple. Their eyes are black and rotten, yellow, red, coming you know, from their eyes are bloodshot, horrific. Like. <clears throat> I'm going to tell Ulfric. Their, their, their skin around their teeth is, they're not normal. I'm going to tell Ulfric that uh, I think these... Wolves are infected, and I think we should try to help the bear folk. Uh, some, something seems a little off. It's got a, we a harness We help the bear on. folk? Yes. I think we should uh, focus on these wolves first. Um, it's the, got what on it? It's got like a harness. Both of y'all make perception roll. Uh, that's going to be a 20. <coughs> 11. Uh, 17. <laughs> Both of y'all make intelligence rolls. <laughs> is this a saving throw or is it just a... No, it's just a roll. Okay. Uh, 17? That was an 18. And I oh, you have a negative? Intelligence. Uh, I have a 9. I rolled a 9. Mm, that's bad. You see an image... In your brain, just flash like sort of a daydream kind of deal. 
Um, I don't think either of you are familiar have ever felt like anything like this before. Mm -hmm. An image flashes in both of your minds um, and you feel an emotion like desperation, um, vulnerability, and the image is of The images of the wolves, a bunch of dead wolves. And you feel those emotions, uh, desperation and vulnerability. You and, both uh, do? Yeah, you both feel that for a split <laughs> second. And it doesn't feel like you're neither one of you feel desperate or vulnerable. You feel pretty good. And you feel like you trash on these wolves, even though they're huge. You feel y'all are warriors, you know, you're not scared. But you feel those things. Okay, how far are we from these uh the wolves and the bear folk right now? Um, thirty yards or something. Maybe okay. fifty. Okay. Um over it. Uh do you wanna engage? In the uh, wolves from a distance, I can shoot at them with my bow and try to uh, uh, kill them, wound them um, from here and try to refrain from getting too close and engaging in hand-to-hand uh, -hand combat. You definitely should do that. I'm going to stay right here by your side and wait for them to try to attack us, and then I'll start wrecking on them if they come up here. This whole time that y'all are, are talking to making these decisions, though, they're fighting ferociously animalistic bestial <coughs> battle I'm making gonna, their most ridiculous noise you've ever heard I'm gonna take out my short bow and uh longbow dude longbow at this distance I won't have time to restring it if they start coming at me and I can shoot twice with my short bow you're gonna have to shoot with disadvantage on the second the first throw or the first shot probably at this distance and probably double this. It's only range. 90 feet. This is not that far. Yeah, but 30 your range is okay. 80 feet. F feet. My feet. range Whatever for the short earlier, bow is 320. I said yards, feet. Oh, okay. You said 30 yards. I know. You said, so 30 feet is really okay, close. Okay, then feet. you can do it. Never mind. So short bow, I'm going to single out a wolf that looks to be um, probably the closest one to me. And... Uh, Preferably try to find one. If there's more than one that are really close, I want to shoot the weaker one to try to kill it. Well, you can't tell which one's weak. Okay. Well, if one know, looked hurt or anything, is what I was talking about. But you have full range. Anyways, closest one, I'm going to go ahead and uh, target that one. Okay. Roll for. Roll for your attack. Both of them. <laughs> go ahead and roll for both of them. And no more disadvantage. Okay, roll, okay. roll the 12 I, and I a 9. I think it's underpowered. <laughs> I think it's, if it starts oh, being overpowered, I'll put it back. But. Do I have my? <coughs> do I add anything to those? That last five your, is uh, underpowered. Yeah, on your attack rolls, you do your attack bonus. Oh, <laughs> so 18 and 15. Yeah, they, they both hit. Did I reroll? Did I reroll? Okay, so I did three damage. Plus. Oh, plus. Plus eight. 
Two attacks. Eleven. Oh, eleven. Yeah, I rolled a two and a one. Okay. Eleven. One of the. <clears throat> you hit uh, two arrows like smack behind the shoulder of one of the wolves and. It, Lung shot. Yeah, it 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 goes off and it lays down. <clears throat> nothing spectacular, but it it died. Well, it stopped moving. Anyway. All right. Uh, you see the bear. They don't know you're there. The so. You see the bear still fighting the wolves, and uh, well, if I have the opportunity, you see the bear just still struggling. It's your turn still. Okay, unless you want to help. Uh, I'm gonna okay, jump. I do have my javelins. Okay, I'm gonna throw my jav a javelin at one of these wolves. Okay, roll. Uh, I got a seven. It's gonna yeah. I want to shoot <coughs> again, signal out another wolf closest one to me, and uh, use my short bow again. Same thing. Roll two times. What are you adding to each attack roll? Attack bonus. It's yeah. what is it? It should be Six. proficiency plus the, for him it's proficiency plus dex. What's the number? Oh. Six. Yeah. Okay. On the second shot, add half of it. Okay. There you go. So 13. First one. Okay. And 16 for the second one. <clears throat> they both hit. Did you throw a javelin? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I rolled a... I had oh, 20 missed. damage. Oh. Did you shoot the same wolf? No. Well, if the first shot killed him, then... What was the first shot? 10. Yeah. Okay, you killed... You, that one went down. Yeah. Okay, then I would have targeted another one. And what was that? 10 as well. It died. So two died just then? Yeah, they're just falling around. And sh- they, they were already working their butt off trying to fight this enormous... So we've so I've taken down bear. three now. How many more wolves are left? Um, there are a bunch running around, and you try to do a quick count, and it looks <laughs> like there's six or seven. Okay. I want to throw another javelin at another one. Roll it. Have we been, have we been uh, seen at this point? Twelve. No. Okay. Uh... One of them just gets pinned to the ground. You hit it, and it, like, pushes the wolf back a little ways, and it just knocks the crap out of it. With my javelin? Yeah. Do I need to do di- roll for damage at all? Oh. What's the damage? <laughs> I thought that was the damage. It's, uh, six damage. Yeah, it died. <clears throat> and uh, at this point, the bear looks like she's doing much better because the number of wolves that are fi- on her are... Falling dramatically. I want you both to make a roll real fast. Uh, stealth. Uh, I have a 21. Well, that was great. But <laughs> I have seen. a... I also get to add a proficient. You get that too. Well, five. Dex, dex, so... Nine. Six. Nine. No, ten. It's ten. Ten? Yes. All right. None of the wolves have attacked you yet. But you see the bear? They have human... They have like five opposable... <laughs> they have opposable thumbs, five fingers on there. You see her grab one and throw it against the nearest tree. And it just is like... <clears throat> just splatters against the tree. And its guts come out. And it, it's horrible. That's amazing. And it's somebody's turn now. Okay, I'm gonna shoot uh, shoot another wolf. 
Alright. So that would be uh twenty-three. Twenty-three. And a That's a miss. And 13. a sixteen. No, that was that, thirteen. That's half. That's Twenty-three true. and thirteen. All right, both hit. Okay. Uh, rolling damage for the first one. It's a f- it's five. A f- five. You roll damage. Before you roll damage, you should tell me which wolves these shots are targeting. Well, the closest one. Okay. I just. But if you kill that one with the first shot, and then you say, "Okay, well, I wasn't targeting that the second shot," you should. That's why I said for the first one I rolled five damage. Did it kill the first wolf? Uh, no, it no. should. It you should because you're using a short bow, and you're you're firing it super quick like that. You should just say it before you even do the first shot. You should say you should that's target. A, that's kind of facts. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to locate the closest wolf, and I have another one in the back of my mind. And I'm, I'm gonna shoot the first one. If it drops, I'll shoot the other one. If it, it didn't, doesn't, it didn't drop. Then I'm gonna shoot it again. Okay, it dropped. So I got you nine. Turn. I did nine damage. How the many javelins time. you got left? I'm out. Okay. Well, unless I can pick those two up, <clears throat> you could, but, but not right now. We still haven't been seen by the big fight. There's four wolves left, and the bear grabs another one, picks it up, and uh, grabs his head like a like somebody wringing a chicken's neck and pulls its head off and then throws the body at another one of the wolves and it hits it pretty hard. So, uh, Are they dead or are they just hurt? One well. of the, the one with no head is definitely <laughs> deceased. And then there's one that is limping hard. So I want, I want to uh, shoot the one that she just threw. Or the one, whichever one she threw and hit the another one. Limping. Yeah, I want to shoot it. Okay. Uh, is it in her sight where she can see my arrows hit it? Yeah. Okay, I want to shoot that one. Okay. <clears throat> Twenty. It dies. And and eighteen. Unless you roll a zero for damage. There's two wolves left, and they're staring at the bear. So. I have a question. Did the bear folk see me shoot that one just now? The yeah. arrows hit it. it. You can assume that. Okay. Great. That the bear folk uh, has seen I, those uh, arrows. They're sticking up. They're sent. They're intelligent. There's like five or six wolves stick with arrows dead with arrows yeah, sticking in them. I want and javelins, which and are much javelins. bigger. They're sticking yeah. up out of the ground. And she knows that she didn't kill six wolves. It knows that it didn't kill. It could still be a boy, okay? <laughs> I want to run up at one of the remaining left in there wolves. Being real careful about this deal. I want to run up at one of the remaining wolves. Can I get to it? And in, in uh, I want to. I want to. If I well, can I? After his as he's turn, running, he's in the middle of taking his blooming turn. Well, I wanted to say something before he ran up in the middle of the battle. Like if he's starting to run towards, him, I want to say, kind of. Grab him by the shoulder and say, "Hey, hold on! Don't get too close, because you, you know I don't want him running right up next to the bear folk if the if the wolves are right around her." I've already been pinned by a bear folk before. They're not close enough to. They're they're standoffing. They're they're having a standoff. Okay, with okay. the bear now. I run up to one of these wolves and I'm going to slash its freaking head. Off. And the wolves are in between <clears throat> with my great axe, y'all and the bear. And I'm certain that you're going to roll enough damage. Yeah, seven. 
That's a 22. Okay. Uh, the, the damage. The head on this wolf comes cleanly <clears throat> off, and it doesn't. The body gets pushed into the snow with your the force of your axe, and you almost can't see the front of the wolf anymore. But the, cool. the head came off, you can't see it because it's too deep in the snow. And uh, the other one starts trying to run away, but the bear folk jumps onto it. The bear folk jumps like from here to the other end of the bus. On top of this thing, grabs it, rolls, and just bites it in half and pulls at the same time. <laughs> and kills the crap out of that wolf. All right, and now... I want to... As I was uh, watching this bearful do that, I want to locate my two javelins and get them. Okay. Um, I want to move towards Ulfric. Um, I want to I want to have my bow lowered where I'm not aiming at the bearfolk. I want to have it lowered, but I'm going to be ready in case it decides to charge us or attack us to uh, uh, you know shoot it. Have my arrow drawn, but I want you know. So the bear folk, the <laughs> she gets up from the carnage that she's just left and st- stands up, not on all, not not on her back legs like in a dominant, intimidating position, but she just gets up on on all fours and walks really slowly. With her head held at a, you know, normal angle, mouth closed toward you. And you get another one of those flashes and another one of those weird feelings. And you feel uh, relief and gratitude. <clears throat> and you see, just for a moment... Um, yourself following this bear as she's walking. Uh, they don't have tails, by the way, so you don't see a tail. <laughs> Lezrin, I believe we need to follow the bear folk. I'm gonna kind of. How how far away are we from the bear folk, and, and is she walking away from us? You're 31 feet. 31. You're 36 feet okay. away from the bear folk. Well, I just kind of want to say, hey, uh, Ulfric, uh, can these bear folk speak in the common language? I have no idea. Did you Have you communicated with one? No. I fought it. I killed one. Okay. <laughs> Do you think we should communicate? I hope they don't. Should we try? Should we try to communicate with it, or do you want to just follow it without saying anything? I, I just think we need to follow it. Okay, we're I gonna feel, follow it. Feel like I need to. She. Uh, and this whole time, my squirrel's been on my shoulder, or like right by me, right? Yeah, the squirrel sweet. got. You didn't notice, but it got into your bag of holding. Oh, sweet. And while the fighting was going on, and now it's out. 
awesome. So it is a bag of holding for sure. Confirmed. It was. It was definitely. He winked. It at was me. easy to find. It was easy to figure that out. You just looked inside it and you saw the space. Also, like, I knew that bag of the brothers confirmed. both had a bag of holding or something from the like my first sessions. All right, so um, you get another image from the bear before she turns and starts walking into uh, the bear. Back, back to the north. Confirmed. And oh, that it, it was it not obvious? It was obvious. I knew it was. I okay. knew it was confirmed. obvious to me. I was just like making sure he knew. <laughs> All right, so oh, yeah. uh, you've created an amazing animal, by the way. <laughs> it's a feeling of like. Like um, community, friendship, and it is an image of a cave in the side of a hill. I'm gonna so tell. You follow this. Okay. Well, I won't. I, we need to go to its cave. You follow this thing, and you find <coughs> the cave. When you get there, she uh, she goes in. She takes one like she she gets to the mouth of the cave. Look. Take, Takes one look back at you and goes on in. Uh, what do y'all want to do? All over into the game. I'm going to say this This could be dangerous. Um, I've kind of, I feel like we're getting these flashbacks or these these images in our head coming from the you're bear. You're getting them too. Yes. Or I'm, yeah, so you're getting these yes. flashes. Okay. I think we're feeling the bear's emotions. And I feel like there's more of them in this cave. And this could be very dangerous. Um, we need I to be feel very like cautious. This one's not going to kill us. And she might fight for us. I, I believe. And I've killed one before, almost single handedly. We don't know how many's in this cave, though. We can always run. We need to be very careful. We so can I'm always saying. hop on this one's back and let it run. It's, this one might not. <laughs> it's all right. I'm, I'm going to follow it in the cave. Okay. Whether We're you gonna come proceed. or not. Right, you guys go into the cave. Cautiously. It's not, I mean, it's a it's a freaking big cave, but it doesn't look that big because it's so full of the bear that you're familiar with. Another one that is even bigger with more angular features, larger paws. It's a male. And uh, the fur is not as soft and smooth looking. And when that one moves aside a little bit, you see one of these creatures that is about the size of a um, My car. of a pony, <laughs> and it is adorable, and it doesn't look very mean, and it—it's cute. It, you get an image immediately. Once you make eye contact with this thing, and you get an image immediately. Is there of, three bowls of porridge? <laughs> <laughs> you get an image immediately of like. You, you get an emotion of curiosity and pure joy, and you have an image of rolling down a hill in the snow and uh, you get another image of fear uh, another feeling of fear a little bit of anger and 
you get an image of yourselves being torn apart and you hear a low growl. But then you see the other bear uh, kind of step edge in front of you between you and the big one and something, it it takes about 10 seconds and then the growl stops and uh, you get a, a feeling of Not apology, but but truce. Like we're cool, kind of feeling. Cool, and no image. And uh, <clears throat> so, the bear that you saved, you see, make a make a roll. I would like to at this point just I, I, I want to put my arrow in my quiver. You know that I was I was walking with my bow. Okay. I want to go ahead and put what it arrow you're talking about. Well, I said I was going to walk with my bow pointed down in case I needed oh, to draw. Okay. I, d- I want to go ahead and put my arrow up to yeah. try to look less uh, threatening, like, you Good know, idea. not going to be a, a danger. Go ahead and make a roll. definitely not out. Uh, what it's, is... Uh, um, I can't remember what I was making you roll. Oh, perception. Perception. Uh, 17. 12. Okay, Ulfric, you see uh, the uh, smaller bear. What do you think these bears are? A family. A family. The mother bear. Yeah. Uh, you can see mother, me. father, and the child. Mm, yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> you see the mother I bear assume. that she has uh, blood, matted fur all along her extremely long arms, and you see. You see her take a moment, and um, you see these gashes where the wolves have just ripped at her flesh of her arms, which are kind of reinforced and bony because they're super long, like sloth arms. And you see them heal, and the hair grows back, and the blood goes away. And she just took a minute and and healed all the, the wounds on her. And you see that happen. And it it takes a few seconds to happen when and he sees you looking, so you see it too. And uh then she gives y'all an an image of great terror. Like the wolf when she thought she was gonna die from the wolves, it was desperation. Now it's this foreboding terror, like, yeah, we are alive, but not for that much longer. There's this horrible stuff. You, uh, you get the, the, the image of the direction that y'all were going with all the rotted trees with the purple sap and stuff. So you kind of understand that she's talking about there's something very terrifying to the north of where they're at right now. And, uh, they're about to have to leave their cave. They feel like they're going to. You get an image of the family leaving their cave and walking. I have to use the restroom. Okay. <clears throat> While you're doing that, I'm just going to speak to Ulfric. Cool. Perfect. Hmm. Leatherin. What is it that you think we should do? Uh, I think we should... Uh, we need to attempt to communicate. I keep getting these these flashes 
in my head <coughs> and these f- feelings of emotions. Um, and I feel like it's coming from the bear. I feel like I've, I've got a flash and read the emotions from each of the bears. She may be able to read our minds. That is true. Or even understand us. Probably can't speak, but she may be under to understand us. These bears are extremely intelligent. Um. If there were more of them, they would be in charge of this planet, of this world. Well, we really need Casey to be back. But um, I think we should speak to them and see if they understand uh, understand us. Yeah, we can ask uh, if she understand if she can understand us, and then she'll tell us uh, something or not. You know. I also need to use the restroom. Did y'all make any decisions or anything like that? Yeah, we determined uh, it's a good idea to go ahead and try to communicate with them. Um, we both agreed, you know, that we're having these images in our head, these flashes, and these feelings of emotion that we feel are coming from each of the bears. And, uh, uh, you know, we're both getting the same feelings, and we think it'd be a good idea to try to communicate, see if they can even understand us and communicate with us. Um, or if she's just communicating with, t- you know, telepathically, maybe she can read our minds. We're not sure. So, um, I want to say, uh, I want to wait for him to get back, but. That, I mean, you that, can just think something to the bear and see if that works. Okay. I want to, in my head, I want to say, um, can you understand? Can you understand my, understand me? Nothing happens when you do that that way. I want to I want to display like or have the the feeling of curiosity and um, misunderstanding of of what's going on, you know. When you do that, when you try to project that, uh, the bear nods her head. Well, she she moves, she reacts in some way, and then projects back to you the same feeling, curiosity and anger and fear. I want to think. I want to think. Nothing happened. He's trying to communicate. I want to think in my mind. You know, like. Where should I go? Where should we go? You know, what do we need to do? Okay, so uh, the female bear looks at you in the eye and you you feel a sense of safety and 
desire and uh, you see that you're going to the ocean and you get the feeling that it's far it's not it's south far far you know to the ocean and then south Just get going away from the danger and then the big bear pushes kind of nudges her out of the way and you feel white hot fury and feel a vi- see a vision of you of you see a vision of that bear going north and destroying undead wolves like viciously hundreds of them just a ridiculous furious rage and it's pretty clear what he wants to do uh, I would like to... She wants to go be safe, and he wants to go fight. I'd, I'd like to, you know, think of an image in my head of uh, the cabin we just saw torn apart, the purple oozing trees, the uh, my my family that we uh, fought. Cabin? That cabin, yes. Okay. Larson's house. Larson's cabin. Uh, my family that was infected uh, from my village that we fought in the previous session, and... Um, see them and just in my head have these images of all the purple infected everything we've seen and have the image of you know uh, or have the feeling of curiosity and desire to pursue it and also the desire to uh, move north travel that direction and and just be have have the feeling of of uh, of of uh, curiosity and anger and drive to uh, know, know more you, about what's going on. You see the, the big bear and the mother bear look at each other for a minute and you don't feel anything and then the big bear looks at you both and nods and you get an image of You get a feeling of like, let's freaking go. I'd like, I'd like to. We're gonna come with it. I would like to nod at the, uh, at them, and I would like to say to Ulfric what is happening in my mind. We are how I have. The bears seem to be able to communicate through our emotions in our mind and our images and feelings. They don't understand our language, but if you project an image and a feeling. They can understand. They they can uh, communicate that way, and tell him that you know. I think they are in agreement to move north, or at least the the big bear has the same feelings we do to move north and to um you know, seek out this threat. The mama bear se- wants seems like she wants to move <laughs> south, but uh, I want to. Uh, portray an image in my head of the mama bear and the the baby bear going south and daddy bear coming with us north you immediately get a a a feeling of you know a negative like a no 
a furious note <laughs> from the mother bear and the baby bear at the same time. I'd like to kind of predict, have it, you know, think of an image in my head of all of us leaving the cave and moving north <laughs> right now together. Um, the daddy bear looks at the other two bears and they make a single file line out of the cave and start heading north, whether you're coming or not. I'm going to... Let's go. So, y'all go north for a long time. <laughs> so you reach the end of the woods. There's no more woods and it's just... It's ice. Have you ever seen National Geographic people exploring... Yes. Um, like in Canada. Antarctica. Yeah, when it... Or like... Or the Arctic. Yeah, what, can, Canada, when when the, the vast forest starts turning into ice, right? That's, that's what I would imagine. It's just, as soon as you get out of the forest, the wind <clears throat> is just howling, destroying you. And the bears are just trudging forward through the snow. I want to portray an image of us riding one of these bears. Um... For warmth you get and for back an image of uncertainty, a little bit of being pissed <laughs> off, and then you see the bears look at each other, and then um, a feeling of resignation as the two big bears kind of get down a little bit low. I'm going to get on the big bear first. <laughs> I'm bigger than you. <laughs> Too late. I've already got on it. <laughs> okay. I'll get on. I'll get on mama bear. And the little bear is just playing in the snow. He's fine. I want to feel very thankful and uh, appreciative. The more you get back, you both get back an image from the big bear of him eating uh, large animals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's like, just no. <laughs> it's resignation again, but he's like, yeah. Also, there's no I can do this. Um, I have the natural explorability, and this is for the Arctic terrain. That's the one I've picked. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says my it doesn't slow group travel and uh, explore better in this terrain. Okay. Well, y'all go, y'all go, keep going. You know, the same direction. Uh, I'll tell you right now that I had prepared for the possibility that y'all would try to ride them, and. If you hadn't, you'd be making some checks. <laughs> yes. But since you're, because there's a there's a big like crevice that oh. the bears are able to walk leap over, over. Oh. leaping, okay. and they have this really shaggy long hair that you can just wrap your hands around, and uh, they're wearing these weird straps that could be made like, from the guts of something or whatever. But are they like warmer? Like, do we feel better, like warmer now that we're just? I mean, like, yeah, but I'm like, it's probably fine, pretty snuggly. But... I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> Y'all are probably, you know, pooping in hot cotton right now, yeah. snuggling with these big shaggy. That's things. what I was thinking. But anyway, they leap a huge distance <laughs> over this crevice that y'all were gonna have to make checks. And if you failed them, y'all we were, were gonna have to make down. more checks about how to climb out of that freaking crevice. Uh, so. You y'all, you're, you know, Lezrin and Ulfric, look at that crevice, and and you y'all both know, like, thank God, 
We're on these bears. Thank God they let us ride these bears. <laughs> but the if, y'all hadn't, these if y'all hadn't said anything, I wasn't going to say nothing. The bears weren't going to tell you, hey, hop on our back. <laughs> uh, so you make it past that, and you go forever, just north, 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 north. Wind pelting you in the face. You're miserable. It's awful. It's super loud. You're freezing your nipples off because you don't have a shirt. I don't have a shirt. <laughs> and you hear, you hear, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. You hear, <laughs> and it sounds cool. And out of nowhere, you can't see very good, but a hawk flies straight at you and lands on your forearm, which you stretch out because your people use hawks to spot those the goats, sheep. The, the mountain sheep, whatever, that y'all build your whole life around. It's I just noticed... You uh, recognize this hawk as Moonbeak, your father's personal hawk. Moonbeak recognizes you, and that's why he flew straight to you. You stuck your arm out, he landed on it. He's a normal-sized hawk. He's gray. And on his leg, you see a tiny rolled-up note in a leather pouch. I'm going to uh, say, ah, Moonbeak. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to see you, buddy. And I'm going to take that note and I'm going to look at it. All right, the note says, Lezarin. Delay yourself in returning home. There is a great illness that's spreading throughout our village, and it is not safe to return yet. I will send Moonbeak with another message when it is safe to return. The sickness began when the so-and-so dudes that you know returned from their hunt in the northern mountains on the northern slopes and they had they had been infected with something so i'll let you know when it's safe to come home uh like i love you be safe whatever in the note and it's clear that that was meant you know that was written a long time ago and it was meant to find you a long time ago but it it just didn't for whatever reason. Okay. So uh, I'm going to tell Ulfert that I just, you know, this is, this hawk was my father's personal pet. Moonbeak. Moonbeak. And uh, it had a note on it. And, and it read, my father sent this hawk, sent Moonbeak to deliver this message to me when I was on my hunt um, after I left the village, warning me not to return because the village had been infected after two hunters had uh, traveled up north in the mountains and uh, just contracted this infection or this illness while up there. Unknown how they contracted it, but when they returned, it spread throughout the village. Um, So when we traveled, while we're traveling north, we had to be careful. I'm not sure... um, you know how they got it but somehow it seems like they got it unexpectedly so we could also become don't eat anything that's infected well for sure stop that for starters 
we just need to be on on watch um so i'm gonna tell him that um you but not you <laughs> the baby the the pup the young bear is staying close to its daddy and it's trying to send you uh, images of playing in snow and getting down and feelings of joy and it's clearly <laughs> trying to get you to get off of this freaking barrier and play with him in the snow he wants you to ride him he thinks it's cool uh but you don't you you know it's it's not over um you keep going on your way the hawk you know is flying around you know you know that now that that the moonbeak is found he's he's going to stay close that's just what they do you go for hours and hours and hours the wind is against you until <laughs> here we go boys so I just want to say something uh, since we're in- involved with a lot of animals I just re- remembered I have favored enemy ability uh, so for beasts I have an advantage and on survival and survival checks when you're trying to follow them and intelligence checks that's yeah. cool that might help I don't know if that helps in anything we're doing because we are riding so beasts and basically stuff. any animals that's yeah. good but it's bad for them but it's good for you yes you hear a noise that is reminiscent of Moonbeak's greeting screech, but it's way louder and deeper, and it's like nails on a chalkboard, makes the hair on the back <clears throat> of your neck stand up. You feel the 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 backs of the bears that you're riding arch, and the baby bear who was playing next to you immediately darts under his mother as you hear from above you. But you look up and instead of uh, instead of what you're used to seeing, which is all white stuff, you see an enormous black set of wings diving straight for you and the head doesn't have any any feathers on it but it's it's a vulture this enormous black condor vulture looking thing with these nasty talons is dive bombing you guys both of you make roll a d20 real fast nine nine what, what kind oh, of chickens? Okay, yeah. both of you roll another d20. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> that we tied. 20, not 20. <laughs> Baby. Uh, yeah. Three. You're riding the mother bear. This vulture dive bombs. And it is enormous. It is. The wingspan must be 20 feet or so. I mean, it's maybe bigger, maybe 30 feet. It's enormous. And these talons are just ridiculous. And you see, shoot it down, lizard. On the, you see, there's shackles on its talons, 
and on the shackles are these enormous curved blades. <laughs> Gnarly looking sharp curved blades. And when it comes down, curved it clamps swords. down on mom. And when it clamps down, it 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 looks like a vice and it flaps its wings and when it does, the upward force guillotines the mother's head right off. And sh- her body what crashes to the ground. crap, dude. And as it does, the vulture flies up and the head comes down and you hear the... You all get an image of horrible sadness and grief and fear... <sighs> that you know is from the baby who just saw his mother die right above. And, uh, you, <laughs> okay, roll for initiative. 17. Five. Okay, so... Terrible. What do you add to your role proficiency? So, Lezarin. Um, oh, never mind. The Seven. male, the daddy bear, you don't have any control over him like you might have over a horse. He just takes off in the direction that the giant vulture has flown, but it's hopeless because the thing went straight up. And, and, um, you can still see it, but it's really far up, and there's no way that the bear can can do anything about it. Can't. Oh, well, and it's not my sharpshooter. That's. Okay. I just wanted to say, he went very far from where mom just got decapitated, and that's where you are. So I didn't Austin, have time to jump off. No. Okay. Not really. Okay. I mean, you're hanging on for your life, and, okay. and astounded at what is just taking place. You are where you are, which you you were on mom, and she was brutalized. You fell off. You're not far from the baby who is, you know, laying on his mom's headless body, blood pouring out in the snow, melting snow, and you hear footsteps in the snow rapidly approaching you and you turn just in time to see a wolf unlike the others dark instead of white fur it's dark dark gray and maybe even black uh thick lush black and he jumps on you and he, he just he bites the shit out of you like on your and it's enormous and he he bites and his his mouth fits all the way over your um like torso over your shoulder mm-hmm. and he rolls <clears throat> and throws you like that chimpanzee <clears throat> through the raccoon you just and you go flying <clears throat> roll a d how many how many hit points you got 42 roll a d20 
15. That's how many, that's how much damage you take. What the heck? Did I need, uh, as far as, as, far as hit points. And he, and he keeps running. Uh, I'm going to give you. I feel exposed. He's, he's about, he turned, he, he to keeps running to you. He keeps running to you. Yes. No, 24 is the correct breed. So you have 42? Yes. How do you and he's running more? right at you. I'm, I have a D12 bird, and I'm a third level barbarian. I'm supposed to be a third level? No, you're second. No, you're second. Okay. <laughs> it's your turn. The wolf is within range. He's the size of a dump truck. Not really, but he's huge. He's he's bigger than the other ones, but he's like not as big Clydesdale. as a, he's not as big as is the bear folk. He's and you look uh, one point. Die. Um. So you need to you need to do something. Uh, I rage. Um, with my bonus action. Okay. And I jump in my bag of all. <laughs> I'm almost tempted to do that, but um, I'm I'm just gonna go attack this freaking giant wolf that just nearly chopped my body in half. Okay. Um. He is just standing there snarling, and he's such a big target, and he's not trying to dodge. He just is. He's. Just coming straight for you. His mouth's like foaming. Roll with advantage. Nat 20. Nat 20 on the first roll. <sighs> Can I determine... How, do I need to determine how much damage I do? No. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Does that feel good when he says no? <laughs> yes. <laughs> As you're running toward this thing with your axe, ready to Screaming, die. by the way. Ready to die. Screaming, not caring if you live or die, grievously injured. You're looking into the eyes of this thing. I was tempted to And you see that. at the last moment before your blade makes contact, your squirrel crawl up over the back of this thing, just jump over the back of his head like from this angle, whoop, land right here. And just punch him right in the eyeball. Just and the wolf goes like this and turns his head downward, exposing his neck just in time to catch the full force of your sprinting axe chop. And his head comes off. And you couldn't be luckier if you tried. <laughs> Except for I except thought for my I was about spear to kill throw. You. Except for my spear throw, right? I don't. Oh yeah, with the walrus, <laughs> with the wall. seal. The same thing, I guess. <laughs> it's it's your turn, and as you begin your turn, um, you have a little bit of time because you see what kind of fight this is. It's going to be long range. You, I want you to know that if you choose, you will have... Well, it may be long range if you want to take long range shots at the vulture while it's higher up. Or if you want to try to wait till it comes back. If you choose right now... How high up is it? It's high as hell. 
but it's not out of range for your <laughs> longbow. If you choose right now, you can string your longbow. I'll string my longbow. You don't have to, and I'm not even saying that it's better to do that. But you can. Are you sure? Uh, the longbow has a range of 600 feet. Yeah, the shortbow has 320. Um, actually, I'll just keep the shortbow. So it is out of range of the short bow. Sometimes. Well, I mean, it's huh. it's flying around, and sometimes it goes up into the clouds, and I'm just saying. This dang thing. Dude. The short bow has a range of 320 feet. Yes. All right. Is he in range right now? Yeah. Okay. Um, my sharpshooter ability allows me to have no disadvantage on long range attack um, ignore cover it says I can subtract 5 from my attack roll to add 10 damage do I do, say that before I roll or yes. do I roll yes, and then say before okay before you roll okay well I'm going to do that for both of my rolls Subtract five. Okay. Uh, and add ten damage to those. Hold, let's hold on a minute. With this double attack deal, this is, you're taking these long range shots with this double attack. And I haven't ironed out, that's a homebrew deal with that double attack with the short bro, mm -hmm. short bow. Mm -hmm. From that distance. You're, you're taking shots at a really long distance and you're gonna do them real fast, that doesn't make any sense. You're gonna use your sharpshooter ability and you're gonna go bub up, that doesn't make any sense. Sharpshooters take their time. I could understand if you're if gonna shoot. Shot. If if you're gonna shoot at the at the thing Okay. If you're gonna use that ability okay. where Look, you add a bunch something. of damage if, if you I if it doesn't them. make sense the reason I went ahead and kept the short bow was for the double a, attack. Yeah. So I would go ahead and string my long bow if does that take an action? If you, I'm giving you time right now, before your turn, kind of. Okay, I'm gonna string the longbow to decide about this stuff. When I'm riding on the bear and I see that the vulture is flying high, I'm gonna string my longbow. I'm gonna say sixty feet is the maximum for the double attack deal. Okay, does that make that reasonable? That reasonable, yeah. yes. So, string the longbow, and I'd like to shoot it, shoot at it. Okay. Uh, the reason I wanted to keep the short bow actually was because I get a plus six on the bonus for my uh, you should attack. Also roll. get that on the longbow. It doesn't say I do. It you do. You should. Okay. Well, I don't have that written down. That's. You yeah. Should definitely. It's plus six on the long. Okay. So the longbow is more accurate. If anything, you should get more. You want to? Or get unless you're talking more? about no. Unless you're talking about damage. Okay. So, are you using the sharpshooter deal, trying to add 10 damage? Yes. He's going to subtract 5 from the attack roll. So, it'll be less accurate, but more damage. Yes. Roll <clears throat> a natural 20. Please. <laughs> I want you to. <laughs> well, I rolled a 13 minus it, 5. You no, missed. it'd be a 13. No, wait, 19 no. minus 5. It would have been 13 plus 6 minus 5, so it'd be a 14. Yeah, 14. You missed. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Yeah, That's unfortunate. 
you send an arrow flying straight up in the air and um, Daddy Bear is losing his mind. I'm going to go ahead and say you got off of the Daddy Bear. I want to I want to think can I have a thought to try to communicate with the bear? You try but you're you're kind of low level getting his thoughts and he's pretty much out of his mind. He's almost an animal. He's not able to be communicated with. So am I off the bear? Yeah. I'd like to run back towards Ulfric and the baby bear. Um, you can run 30 feet back toward him, but he this bear jumps that far. And he just, he was trying to catch the vulture, and you're like a long ways from him. I'm just going to move back toward them. Okay. It, I'm just going to start moving that way. When you do, it's, it's the vulture's turn. Okay. It, you see him bank, turn around, and start just diving. He pulls his wings in like this, dives at a billion miles per hour toward the daddy bear. The daddy bear is quite out of his mind, but he can't wait for the vulture to get down there. <clears throat> and when he does, he's ready, and you think, this good, this big bear is about to catch this guy and F him up. That's yeah, apparently not, not what's about to happen. But at the last minute. The vulture does this crazy flight maneuver and swoops around, that com- and it confuses the daddy bear, and he gets on his back, and he stabs his giant curved blades into the, the side of, of the father bear and knocks him over onto his side. And now the vulture is standing on top of him, and he starts pecking his eyes out, and you feel the emotions of the daddy bear he's furious that he's lost and he's humiliated that he's dead and he's he couldn't protect his family and he's um you know just sad defeated and I like then to project a that, thought. that's a solid thought and then you feel it go away oh you feel it abruptly end and the vulture do i have a, a second to take a shot at this point it's your turn again Okay, I'm gonna do the same. I'll give same. you a turn. I'm gonna assume you run toward the him. Yeah, and it's your turn again. Oh, I'm going to do the same thing. You're gonna take a shot. You're not far from this thing now. You're thirty feet from him, or between thirty and sixty feet from the vulture. Do the extra damage. I'm gonna do the extra da- the sharpshooter thing okay. again. Don't miss this freaking thing. Perfect. I rolled a, a 17. 17. Okay. That's with the addition? Yes. yes. That's with the addition and subtraction. 17. Yes. Okay. What's your damage? So D10. D10 plus 10. So 13. Plus 10? Yes. Because I did the oh, yeah. thing. Plus 10 plus... It's a D10 plus 10. You did plus your dex plus 4. So one d ten so plus 17? four plus ten. Yeah, yeah, seventeen. Yeah, seventeen days. <laughs> okay. The you hear the vulture and it booms and you can barely stand it. Every time it does that, you can't. You, it's involuntary. You cringe and you're like, <clears throat> you're almost incapacitated just by the thing. And it, uh, you feel the, the freaking snow hit your face from when it takes off again beating its huge wings it takes off straight back up one more time and as it retreats 
I'll give you another shot at it right now as it's flying away. I'm you, I'm assuming you're there. You've yeah. made it. You've sprinted there almost as as he ends this attack. You're arriving at his side. Uh, I'm going to use the the sharpshooter again. Okay. Nat twenty. Nat freaking twenty, dude. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. <laughs> this, is, this, this is like at least 23 di- this thing is, damage. This, this is, thing is, jumps up. Whoa! Whoa! And as it gets like right here, your arrow goes like this. Whoa! Straight into its neck. And pierces straight up into its brain. And it gets up. And falls back. And when it hits the ground, the powdery snow just goes. Poof! And it's this big, giant cloud of snow. And as it settles, as it settles, you see the vulture's enormous wingspan begin to rapidly shrink and shrink. And his giant head and his beak begins to contract and transform into something else. And by the time it's done, it's much, much smaller than the bear much smaller than it was but you can't quite tell what it was I sprint over and I believe I'm slightly faster with rage and when you get there you recognize the lifeless form of Alara her skin is purple and blotchy oh her eyes are bloodshot and wide open gosh Lezarin is Alara I loot her body <laughs> for one. She's naked. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> well, it's not no, pretty. She's, yeah, she's, she's purple. Um, Do you remember who Alara was? Yes. Do you remember what she was? The friendly druid who was... Yes. Uh, the only good one. What was she, an owl? Yes. 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 Snow white owl. Um, did my... Did the wolf turn into anything? Are there any giant feathers? Because uh, no. I think that'd be cool to, to grab. <laughs> no, there's, there's not any feathers. Okay, well, I want to go back to the baby bear. Okay, the baby bear is shuddering, and uh, at the. I want to. Can I walk up to the okay, baby bear? Okay, okay, okay. You make Give me an image of what's going on. Not you. You make a roll real fast. Just make a roll. Thirteen. Okay. <clears throat> you go back to the baby bear. And he's shuddering. And he you as you get closer you begin to feel his emotions and <coughs> It's just utter helpless, pure misery. He's helpless and he's miserable. And when he sees you come up closer to him, he kind of leans his head into you a little bit. Into him? Yeah. I want to... 
wrap my arms around this bear and something. embrace it. When you killed that vulture just now, you leveled up to level three. Uh, you have an animal friend now, and that bear is it. Oh, is I was awesome. really just thinking about that. <laughs> That's freaking cool, dude. <laughs> Does it have a name? It, no, you can... I want to just wrap my arms around this bear and embrace it and have a sense of, uh, you know, sadness, but I also want to just kind of feel like uh, I'm there for that bear and I will keep it, do my best to keep it safe and, uh, you know, remorse for what just happened. But You still get the same stuff from him and and he's leaning further into you and burying his face in your clothes and stuff. Hey, uh, I think we talked about it, but I don't know that you wrote it down. You have an archery fighting style now. So you gained like <clears throat> your, your archery attacks should be plus eight, not plus six. Your attack rolls should be plus eight on your bows. Yeah. That would have made you more accurate, but it probably didn't really help. It did. I don't. I can't think oh of any God. time that it. We need a couple points. Okay, I forgot something. Um, remember when you were in the bear's den and you tried to ask the bear what was going on? Pretty yeah. Much. I forgot that the bear was should have showed you an image of. You remember when you saw that green thing come down from the sky out here? Like a green yeah, yeah. comet or whatever? The same thing. The bear saw that to the north, but it was purple. Oh. And that's... That makes a whole lot I more like sense a month and a half ago. Ulfric. Yeah, he knows. Y'all talked about okay. it. That's in the past, and I forgot to tell you that. And uh, the as, this, as it's... It never. It's. It's not going to get dark where you're at right now, really. Uh, but you see a. It's darker than it was, and you see a purple glow to the north. <coughs> oh. And uh, you get close to this the baby bear, and you you pat it a little bit, and when you touch it, that. 15 points that you took um you get you get 8 of them back you get 10 of them back uh I need to I leveled up I need to add on to uh, don't do that yet okay. alright the, the session's not over I just wanted to tell you that that is freaking cool though um I'll think of a name but not right now okay I'm glad you both rode natural 20s on those boss fights yeah, for real, that was cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was very Except satisfying. that both of these freaking bears are dead, but I guess it's cool that you gained your, your um, companion as this freaking bear. Both the bears are dead. Their enormous uh, carcasses are still there. Uh, I Is want it inappropriate to if I to skin your... your I want to 
parents <laughs> for their pelts because I, I last time I killed Samson, I really wanted to have this. But at very least, I we are do. stealing the hearts out of these things. I want. Let me, let me you see. got the hearts. That's what I wanted you to do. I, want, <laughs> I, was, I was gonna. I was gonna describe. I wasn't gonna something. make you do it, but I was gonna say one last time. There, there. I wanted to look at Ulfric, my bear, my baby bear behind me, and just kind of go. All right. So you and the baby bear go walking off north. Yeah. And you chop the hearts out of the bears. He's none the wiser. I also want to skin them. I want. I you want my clothes to be made a out of ten foot by ten foot swath. Of fur from the Shove mother it in my pack, yeah, and or put in it in your bag, bag of holding. Okay, and the bear, and it that happens real fast, and the bear doesn't see it. Cool, okay. baby bear. I can't promise he won't bite you in half, and I can't promise I won't uh, <laughs> if you wear keep him from doing that. I can't <laughs> promise. I don't know. I didn't think about that. I don't know what's gonna. But, anyways. Uh, I'm going to tell Ulfric that I think we should continue moving north. Y'all continue moving north. All right. And, um... <coughs> and, uh... <coughs> you feel really good. You feel fantastic, as a matter of fact. You feel okay. more invigorated. I, you don't know if it's the, just the heat of battle or, or what, but you don't feel cold. You feel freaking good mm-hmm. or you know you, maybe it was what the bear did to heal you a little bit who knows by the way the fact that your bear heals stuff is way better than you could have hoped for I know I, I mean you were like, gonna you were gonna end up with some freaking whatever else you, this thing what is, the bears hit points this, I don't know but they're a bunch oh okay he's a baby so mm-hmm. he's not gonna fight, but when you level up some more, is a he will. There is yeah. There's a a, th- a way that they level up or that the okay. that his well, hit points will increase. Well, right now they're decent. Yeah, he's still as big as a, like a pony, but he's a baby. He's not minded to fight. He'll hide really effectively. Um. Anyways, you go north a long way, <laughs> and you see. Um, almost over. You see an enormous crack in the right? Oh, I and thought he was it's about like to say an enormous slope. cracking. I was like, we're not in the water. <laughs> it's like a slope going down. And this crack is... It's not dark down there. You can't see down there, but there's purple glow coming out of the crack, and it's a it goes to long crack in the ice, and there's purple, you know, emanating from it. And there's a slope going downward that looks pretty treacherous, but you can you you can walk. You don't have to like repel if you want to. Let's walk down there. All right, I'm going to save y'all. I'd like to. Uh, I'm going to save y'all some of this stuff because this, this is the end of this deal. Um, 
what you find and you're going downhill eventually you get to this big like sort of cavern area down there and you're uphill from it so you can look down upon the situation you see a giant purple glowing crystal looking thing embedded in the ground stuck in the ground alright it's pretty big it's like 15 feet tall and pretty big around like the size of two refrigerators something like that purple glowing and around it have you ever seen I Am Legend yeah okay you know the that those those bet the, the zombie yeah. vampire things during the day how they just stand in a huddle <laughs> so there's about a hundred people standing spaced pretty widely Are around they wearing this. white yeah they're wearing the goat the sheep skin and Lezrin you recognize a bunch of them but they are warped versions of their former selves roll make a roll make a roll perception you remember that app y'all have that y'all use um I really need Ulfric to do it. Well, I rolled a 15. You're... Is it just a roll? You get to add your modifier. Which modifier? Perception. Oh, uh, 13. That's trash. You see, laying up next to the crystal, it's Larson laying on his side looking Oh, Ill. my gosh. Looking he, ill? Yeah, looking like bad. You're pretty far away from him. Is but he unconscious? Can, he looks like he's in a fever. Like, yeah, he's I'm unconscious, go, but he's uh, still moving around. And I yell. Miserable. Lesbian, that is Larson. You're going to yell. Not yell, but. You just said yell. Yeah, you did. You're dumb. Yeah, you're speak stupid. To you this dumb, guy. You're the dumbest person I've ever seen. Speak. You're gonna, I, yeah. I imagine there's a hundred creepy away. vampires. <clears throat> you're right. I imagine myself speaking to Lezarin, but Lezarin being like way far away. And so I said yell. I didn't mean yell. Lezarin's standing right next to me, so I'm just gonna talk to him. Ugh. <clears throat> Does he see it? I guess it doesn't even matter because he doesn't know who Liz or uh, Yeah, he doesn't know who Larson. Larson. I want to make you make a stealth roll, but... Well, I'm going to have to make a stealth roll here in just a minute. Just watch this. Okay, anyways. Lezrin. They don't hear you. That is Larson right there. Okay. If you I'm go get him, we can get him. We can, we can... You're not the one who said they were going to yell. Yeah. Uh, I... Yeah, but if he has to What I'm doing there, right now... Sir. Something I didn't think about. I have three spell slots. Uh, you're still level two. At the end of this session, you're level three. You still would have two spell slots. Well, that's when you're going to level up. Okay, but I can't have the Beast Companion until I'm level three. I know, but that's going to follow you. The bear right is going to be your Beast Companion. Well, even at level two, I still have. I still have. Uh, okay. What spells did you take? That's what I was trying to look at. 
You know, he you can, can go ahead and have your three spells, but just <clears throat> don't do the rest of that crap right now. Uh, just go get Les or uh, Larson for me, please. You're stealthier than me. Smaller. Okay. You make less sound. I grunt when I'm sometimes. <laughs> your stealth should be good, right? It's a decent. I mean, it's a plus two. But it's not great. What you gonna do? Okay, <clears throat> I have a spell called Fog Cloud. Okay. Create a 20-foot radius cloud of fog centered on a point. Use de <laughs> designate within range. Uh, it lasts for a duration or until a moderate wind disperses it. Uh, <coughs> the radius of the cloud is extended by 20 feet for each slot level above first used <coughs> to cast this spell. So I'll use uh, both my slots to cast this big uh, cloud of fog to help conceal myself. And Do I you like only have level one spells? Yes. yes. Okay. That's what it's talking about. Like if you use a spell, a level two spell. Mm -hmm. If you use a level two spell slot. Oh, okay. Okay. Then it gets better, but you can't use more than one level one spell slot. Okay, I see. All right. Well, <laughs> I'll I'll still use that spell. All right. The center being uh, Larson's body, or no, preferably like. 20 or like you know 10 feet away from larson so that it covers him up but also so the edge of the the far side of the fog yes. is larson yes and then it's covering between you yes all right there's a bunch of fog okay and these zombies are these people zombie people <coughs> are they're not huddled next to each other you could walk in between them without touching them just barely you know, you could you know sideways walk, crab walk between them, and wiggle your way between them without touching them if you were really stealthy. Yeah, I want to try Dexterous. to get to him. Make a blooming roll. Oh my gosh! Did you roll a one? No, Close uh, it's a. Uh, it's a uh, eight. Eight. <clears throat> you get a couple of zombies deep. Like you, you edge your way past a couple of them, and then you, because your your fog is dense, you walk right into one, and he turns to you, and um, it's your brother. <laughs> And he looks at you. And it just turns straight back to the direction that it was looking and just doesn't do anything. Real weird. He doesn't do anything? No. <laughs> so I can keep going? I guess you can. We need to not fight these hundred zombies. So I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Do I reach? Need to make another roll. Okay. Or else you're gonna bump into everyone. That's more like it. That's right. a freaking uh, eighteen. Eighteen. All right. You get all the way to pretty much the center of this deal without bumping into any more zombies. 
What are your saving throws? This is what I'm going to do. When I yeah, reach Lezarin. You are, you are. His are strength and depth. On pause right now. Strength and depth. Okay. His are. Making in. Make a wisdom. I'm good with that. Saving throw. Um, with disadvantage. Still plus three. So plus four, actually. Your wisdom? Yes. Oh, yeah, it is. 17. 17. 17? Yeah. Okay. You feel an intense urge to go to the crystal and put your hand on it. It's an intense oh, urge. Goodness. Um, you almost... It was almost irresistible. I don't you feel approach. like that's a good idea, you, given the circumstances that all these creatures are standing around it and, Liz, and uh, Larson's standing right beneath it and they're all infected. So I'm going to... I'm going to muster the strength to refrain from doing it. Okay. So Larson's lean, he's laying on his side, like lateral recumbent, you know, fever convulsing and just miserable purple veins going up his neck. And his, his he's not looking good. Here's what I want to do. What can I say? What I want to <clears throat> Go do? ahead. Okay. I have a rope. I want it to tie it around his chest right here, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, put put the rope leading up his back, like tie it around his chest, but have the rope come like this. Yeah. And then start moving back where I came from. You're gonna tie him up and try to drag him back through the zombies. My me. thought is, I'm gonna have my bear companion drag him. Your bear companion surely isn't with you right now. No. Your bear companion. I'm going to pull the end of the so, rope oh. out. And no. hook it up to the harness on my bear, which you said they had on. And then we're going to GTFO and pull Larson out of this thing. It, it, here, it won't work because of the pattern that the zombies are standing in. There's not uniform straight rows that they'd be able to drag him the tight rope the his body would end up dragging through their legs and tripping them up and it, they fall he, down he would bump into a bunch of them that'd be fine they just fall unless they come and attack us unless they wake up and try to swarm you all I have to do is pass my decks throws or my stealth checks again and what about me ride the bear with me it's we can't both fit on this little bear it's the size of a, a horse, he said. A pony. A pony, not a horse. A small pony. It was able pony. to leap across a crevice that was really wide so it can move. I want, I want you. Also, I have I had another plan. It's my turn know, to, to okay. accompany this. You're tying a rope around Larson's <laughs> armpits, and it is Ulfric's turn. Ulfric. I don't know how far you began Dane's turn, but during his whole turn, you, without realizing it, have been moving slowly closer and closer to the crystal. 
Mm-hmm. I need you to make an intelligence saving throw. Intelligence? Or uh, wisdom. And it needs to be um, also with disadvantage. 20. 20? Not nat, but oh. it, it would be a 20. 18. 18. <laughs> That's good. Oh, that was good. Thank goodness I'm not going to freaking die to this freaking crystal and contract this disease. <laughs> have to waste more bear heart here. <laughs> you realize that you were moving toward the crystal and you feel an intense urge to put your hand on it. But you fight that urge off. Make a wisdom saving throw with disadvantage for your bear. Wait a minute. You go ahead and make one for your squirrel, too. <laughs> Wait a minute. You go ahead and make one for your squirrel first. Me, my squirrel first now? Yeah. So, ten and four. My squirrel's dead here. <laughs> your squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> What's the stat block on a squirrel? I want to know what his wisdom is. It's got to be plus 12. <laughs> let me make sure that... Let me make sure that I'm... This is... Necessary? The best way to... Describe? Proceed. Oh. <laughs> Look, okay. if my baby bear starts walking towards this crystal, it's going to be seen by all these daggone zombies, and I, it's going to be bad. Just give me a minute, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and make the rolls. Does it get, do I get to use my... Disadvantage. Your bear doesn't have nothing like what you've got. Twelve. It's already too low. Five. <laughs> His bear is definitely walking towards that. Why are our animals as sucky? When we roll for the animals, they suck. But when we roll for us, okay. it's fine. I have. I can bosses. use a spell. Yes, we both rolled great. I Wait can a use second. A spell. It's not your turn. It's these animals' turns. Oh my god! It's not. Look, just. I want to turn and off. run. <laughs> I'm terrified. I'm not about. Just this. take it easy, okay? Take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> Okay. I'll tell you what I need. I need my loot. <laughs> Listen, here's what's going to happen. <coughs> the music's over. That's unfortunate. Let it's me, been let over. Me, let me push play on it. Your squirrel jumps, leaps off of your shoulder and opens his hands up and he, you didn't realize it but he has these pockets that when he spreads his, his arms and legs fly. out he can, he can glide a little bit and can I take a reaction? uh uh damn it well yeah yeah you can my reaction is are you gonna try to catch him? to, to jump and catch this thing my, well my you squirrel. have to roll yeah yeah acrobatics 
I'm assuming uh, or something. Just roll. I know what. Hey, I'm proficient you have to in acrobatics. Hit. Can I try to grab you it before it grabs near. a crystal? Since I'm standing no, by not, the crystal, you have to, you have to roll an 18, 19, or twenty, and natural. <laughs> I got it too. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, can I do a reaction? Because I'm standing by the crystal. The and squirrel, I see it flying it right at it. It is not your daggum turn. The squirrel <laughs> goes flying over I'm the heads of these zombies, <laughs> and. Lands on this crystal like he's hugging his best friend. <laughs> Nuts first. <laughs> and he's gone. He's gone. Nothing happened. It didn't zap him like a bug zapper. There's no smoke. He just was there, and then he wasn't. He Similarly, like- your bear, who you didn't realize it, neither did you, was taking a running start from the high ground leapt with his super bear strength over these zombies and landed on a bunch of them like a a spot of them and then jumped again on top of the crystal or next to the crystal and and when he touched it also disappeared no smoke no electricity just boom and then the zombies that are that as they get up, you see all of them at once start looking around. And and they seem to be waking up. And I'm going to give y'all You, you turn around and, and you look at the way out and you see an undead bear folk. And then you I see, forgot to cut the then, head off of daddy. He took his heart him. out. Okay. It's not him. Okay. But you see two of them. And then you see three of them. And they're looking down and then they're 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 coming and they're they're understanding what's going on here. And they're completely blocking the exit. <sighs> There's a hundred zombies that just came to life. But they're... They're groggy. Like, they're so, not moving. Y'all have initiative and movement. You're both within your movement of the center of this deal. You're within your movement of them, and they're at the same spot. He's trying the to crystal. get us to touch the. I'm gonna touch the <clears throat> damn crystal. Wait, too late. As I run, I grab Larson. He Lezarin over here has jumped oh. into this crystal. I By the time Larson. you start running, you're fighting your way. He disappears. And uh, Larson's still laying there. You're fighting your way through these zombies alone. The bear, How far is the Larson enormous from bear the crystal? Folk, he's right next to it. Okay, I envision myself holding on to Larson right, with Larson. So. You are on a psychedelic trip of your life. Okay. <laughs> and... You are fighting your way. The zombies just now starting to come awake and realize that they should be eating your brains. 
are grabbing at your clothes, but you're way stronger and faster than them. You're jumping over them, fighting over them, knocking them aside. As the I bear get- folk, you hear a freight train behind you, charging <laughs> down toward you. As I get to the crystal and Larson, I'd like to reach down, grab Larson's hand, have use his hand to touch the crystal, and then and you both instantly okay are are submerged into you plummet and and it feels like you're falling face first through a tunnel and there's lights and you see um is this going for me as well yeah both of y'all are just completely you feel like your body's have left you and you're just a consciousness floating at a billion trillion miles per hour through this horrific consciousness that wants to consume and destroy and kill and own and conquer and eat and you get that flashes this purple all that creepy purple and every horrific memory, like the Dementors in Harry Potter, happens to you. All the worst memories that you've ever had. And then... You, you've... Like the bears that were sending you emotions and images... <laughs> That same kind of thing happened, but it's different and it's corrupt and it's horrible. And you feel a desire for this thing to penetrate the your the earth. Like it wants to, you see a vision of that crystal going deeper and deeper and you feel like you're going deeper into your planet. And you see, like, lava turning from bright, hot orange to to the purple color. And, uh... You see earthquakes and tsunamis and, and uh, hurricanes and tornadoes and people dying and animals running and forests burning with purple fire. And then you wake up and you're in a prairie and it's... 77 degrees Fahrenheit and the skies are clear and there's a there's no moon but there's tons of stars tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of stars you've never seen stars so good in your friggin life except you have because you're from this place and you know that it is the plains to the south and that it is uh, spring there already but where you were just now it was it was the depths of winter. Well, still, because winter lasts till the summer. But now where you're at, way, way south. It's springtime. It's flat grasslands as far as you can see. And there is a glowing crystal in the earth right near you. But there's nothing nearby. And when when y'all wake up, you see the crystal. And it's, it's, it's enormous. And it's buried in the earth. And there's cracks going away from it. And the grass is all dead around it. And it sinks a little bit further, like a, like a foot. It goes, 
used it. Or when we... Just I, now? I didn't say that. But just now? like, is, like uh, You wake up, and then at some point after that... Is Larson see it my, my bear and with his me? bear right here? They're all there. You all are laying around in the in the grasslands of this savannah prairie area. You know in Lion King when he's running through the grass and his Mufas is in the sky? It's nothing but grass. It's kind of like that. Okay. It's a flat grass, savannah prairie, whatever. And that's the end of the session. You both leveled up. Amazingness. And that is... And you're now here. Jason. You went up here, and you are now here. Cool. And you know that. Okay. This is where you're from. <coughs> That's cool. uh, I'm not supposed to be able to become lost. <clears throat> lost? Like, this is by magical means. You were just teleported across hey, the freaking bro, world. You're here. <laughs> you're here, all right? <laughs> you know that. <laughs> anyway, so that's the end of the session five. That was called Top of the World. Amazing. Uh-huh.